Radio Pulpit, 6.57 a.m. All right, 6.57 a.m. Radio Pulpit coming to you. We trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. You hadn't played that song. (laughs) No, he sent a message saying, um, leave the courses, you know, uh, on Monday he was with his wife, all the photos, nice food and stuff. Then I said, okay, let me add to my brother. I think they need the pata pata song. You know, pata pata means to hold each other, eh? To grasp at each other and to dance together. I thought, okay, let me just add so that my brother can have fun. Now he's playing it on radio. <laughs> That's your hand for you. Always delighting. Thank you so much to him. He's back tomorrow morning. And of course, we trust the Father is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. We are together. This is happening up to 8 o'clock. My name is Ray. And here it is, man. Let's take with this song that says, Come Walk With Me. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. 657 AM. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home, or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique, and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. 657 AM, streams of blessings. The music of Olita Adams there. Come and walk with me, come and walk with me, the name of the song. We trust the Father is doing you well. 18 and a half over the hour, uh, six, and of course our guests are already on the line. Let me just welcome them. Let me welcome Pastor Samuel Kabamba is on the line. Muruti, greetings to you, sir. Yeah, greetings to you too. Thank you very much for having us again today. We are so grateful to God for this opportunity. And uh, we are greeting everyone who's going to follow us today, all our listeners. And, uh, and also thank you very much to Radio Pulpit. Muruti, thank you. And thank you to my beloved brothers who are going to share the word together with and uh, let me uh, welcome also Baruki Ahi. Shalom, Mayaki. Shalom, shalom, Mayaki. I trust you well. And uh, shalom also to Professor and Dr. Muruti. And shalom also to the listeners of uh, radio station. Thank shalom. you so much. Thank you so much. And of course, uh, Muruti Muraka is also on the line. Muruti, greetings. Welcome, sir. Greetings to you, my beloved brother. And... Uh, uh, to my brother uh, Sam Kabamba, as well as uh, my brother uh, Malachi Baruch Yahoo, and also to the listeners of uh, Radio Pulpit, I say may the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ uh, continue to be with us throughout this program. Amen. Amen. I love it when you say may the peace of Yahusha Mashiach, the peace. This piece, I, I really need, uh, Mayaki, I, I really need this piece tonight. You know what happened? No, Mayaki. <laughs> Two days ago. Okay. My wife is in Pulukwane. So he went with my first daughter. So I'm left with the last born. And so it's the two of us who are left. So I'm supposed to cook, take care of her and all that, take her to school, which, which I do normally. But now, the, the um, what do they call this? The, the microwave. Microwave doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Hey, hey, hey, hey. You should have seen me. I, I had a budget for the petrol, so I took that money to go buy a microwave. Because that one doesn't work. And my kid is in my case, man. How do I make this warm? How do I, how do I defrost this? Yo! <laughs> now, now, my Aki, <laughs> yes, sir. you will under, you will understand when Abba says, "Come out of here, my people," <laughs> yeah, yes, because yes. we're so used to these things of Babel, yeah. and uh, in the times of your motion notice, where the microwaves know, the people in that era lived for so long, mm, you know, mm, and mm. now we are angry. <laughs> So now we are used to, we are so excited to this thing, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, so no, no. Uh, no. And, and with me, it's not a problem because, you know, uh, but yesterday, um, I had a lecture yesterday. And so the lecture came out at six. And when I arrive at home, it's half past seven. So you understand my issue. Um, um, today, I was at the station uh, during the day, work. Um, and then Monday, I had consultations, you know, and today I had to be here twice. So, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. microwave, I I'm, want it here. I'm I, telling I, you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we, we are talking about spiritual drought uh, tonight. Yeah. Uh, what it is even all about. And I can say without any doubt that we are experiencing this in South Africa. We are experiencing it so much in South Africa. Um, you see it also by the speeches that are given by leaders. Speeches that are really not telling us anything. Um, you see it by uh, the manner in which children act towards each other and towards their teachers. I can't believe these two boys were beating up the teacher during school hours. Seriously. Beating up a teacher. Uh, I was driving from, um, uh, from Boxburg on Saturday because I had a session there and then when I entered Pretoria, it was around quarter past, twenty past seven, or half past seven, you, you know, safely. And then I went through the campus uh, of TUT, the arts campus here in central Pretoria. And uh, just before you arrive there, there's this big, you know, this big uh, uh, franchises of today's uh today's who is who, who is who um in in having entertainment and splashing millions and having a bill of a hundred and fifty tau a bill on booze with women and all that <laughs> and as I was passing there and, and I always showed my kid and uh, I said to her the, my firstborn because she's a journalist I said you know look at the contrast here See how wealthy these people are and just across the street, if you know Alexander and Santin, just across the street, there are people who, when I run in the morning, they are collecting recyclables mm. around 10 to 5. I meet them in the morning, sometimes around half past 4 in the morning. I meet them and, and when I'm on my prayer run, they, they are collecting. Man, they travel kilometers. Others are traveling 10 kilometers, 12 kilometers to collect those things and to make them a big heap. And after they had taken these things to those people who supply the recyclers and stuff and stuff, they give them money. And then they go to this place next to that uh, franchise. And there are people who are selling nyaupe there. And I'm talking about thousands of them congregating in one place. Mostly male. Hmm. Here in Pretoria. 
Now tell me if that is not indicative of a spiritual drought. In schools, I don't even want to say. We, we were saying this around 1990 when I was at university. Um, uh, there were bills that were being passed, you know, with that new form, new reform parliament and all that. They were passing these things. And one of the things that they were really struggling with, because their constitution and their philosophy was based on uh, Christianity. Now, they, they were now uh, becoming, and they were forced by the liberals, that South Africa should become a, a, um, a secular state. Even though no one should denounce that it's a Christian state, but it is secular. It is secular. And then now people would not congregate in assemblies. You can't call Pastor Blom to come on his Volkswagen and to preach, putting photos and saying, this is Satan and this is Jesus, this other white guy. And uh, this is Satan, this is a red guy uh, with horns and, and all those kinds of things and stuff. And uh, to give you the booklets that are written, I Testamente Elisha, uh, Testamente Encha, the Nive Testament. You know, those guys have been kicked out. At least, at least, to a certain extent, they were speaking the gospel. I was talking to Prophet Zabane uh, in Boxberg this weekend, and uh, we were, you know, reminiscing about how Attridgeville in particular could have been so much ahead, especially with the revival that had been brought on by young people. I've been giving a lecture somehow, uh, somewhere uh, two weeks ago, and I quoted this young man who said, who wrote to the clergy, and then who said, we are in the political arena, and we see so many of your young people defecting to us. They have good morals and all that. They don't drink, they don't smoke. But what surprises us is that they are no longer praying. What is going on? It seems that there was like an outflux of many of the young people from the churches in the 80s. 70s and the 80s. Even though there was a revival. And those revivals that were there were thwarted in a bit. It was quite sad. The drought, spiritual droughts. Psalm 63 verses 1 says, Oh, oh Yehuah, you are, oh Yehuah, you are my Elohim. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. That is what I was trying to describe in all those long sentences. We're in that situation of a dry and thirsty water. And that is the sad part of it. And much of the times we, we are happy with the thousands of people who attend our services. We actually take selfies of us. Uh, <laughs> we take selfies of Smuruti, uh, We take selfies of us in the midst of crowds. And we, we call that, we call those things mega churches, big churches and all that. We call that the work of the Father. But for how long will this go on? For how long will this take place? Because it is not supposed to be so. We are in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. Our flesh and our souls are thirsty. Even though we try to act as the clergy, we try to act as Christians who know the way. Even though at times we speak amongst ourselves the linguistics of believers, we are actually in a dry land 
and we are thirsty. Our flesh is thirsty and our soul is thirsty. There's a lack of seeking of the Father who is our Yahuwah and our Yahweh. Let me start with you. Baruch Yahu, my Aki. Let me start with you, my Aki. And uh, spiritual drought. South Africa is a very good example, isn't it, sir? Absolutely, Aki, because it's things that we even witness with our own eyes wherever we go. Mm. Uh, people do no longer pray. People no longer, like, it's, it's in, we, we are in a party mode, I call mm. it. Mm. Mm. You know, and we, we have this behavioral patterns that you spoke of. Aki, we need to comprehend something that revival without Yahuwah, there's no government that can be established. There is no entity that can be able to stand or political party that can say we will bring you freedom. Until we all return back to Yahuwah. Mm. That is quite important because... These governments, you have what is called democracy. Yeah. Please hear me well. I hear democracy. You. Now, this democracy is totally against the Torah. The things that the, the, this democracy brings and what we think is good, right, it is totally the opposite. When you go to read the book of Genesis 1, it, 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 it tells us that everything that was done was good. He made everything good, but sin has shifted us, has shifted our mindset. And now, for us to come and proclaim the acceptable year of Yahuwah, it is to say we need to return back to him because we need him. We do not know who we are. That is why last week I indicated few scriptures that were trying to tell us of who we are because we being the people that we are, we are the people that understand song, that understand rhythm, that understand praise. That is how also we get to contribute in esteeming his name to can prove that we are the chosen nation. This is the land of Kush. This is where the garden of Adan was or Eden. You go to Serpentin Cave. They say, they call it the cradle of humankind, mm. meaning where men originated. But today we have lost all that or that understanding of that if men originated here and the first man, then it means it was Adam. And mm. now this is where the Garden of Eden is. Mm. And now who are these people? These people are us. So now it's not like we can be speaking of other people out there. So now, it has to start with us returning back to our maker because it says, my people, what, uh, my people perish because they lack knowledge. Why do they lack knowledge? For they have rejected the Torah. The Torah is life. The Torah is what we, we call the, uh, the beginning and the end, the alafenta of, of creation, the manual, the blueprint of life that can tell us that this is how you can live and you can be restored and no longer be this wilderness that is that we are today. We are barren, Aki. We are barren. Mm. And it is until we go back to the Father that we can start to give fruits that are good to them. I hear you. I hear you, sir. I hear you quite well. Professor Kabamba, let me bring this to you. Um, and the very aspect, uh, as I quoted there, uh, Psalms uh, 63 verses 1, um, that speaks about uh, a place where there is no water, where our flesh uh, longs for the Father in a dry and thirsty land, where we, we seek Him and we thirst for Him. Because wherever we go, whatever we get, we are actually getting recipes of theology. Um, the running of churches. Instead of becoming believers, we have become church uh, denominational members. 
and this has even uh, somewhat somehow sectorized us you know we we have become sectarianist in a way that is so so um, hard to even break down and we have taken philosophies that are not of the father and have entrenched them and hence the dryness hence the way that we are we are now as described in job chapter 20 verses 17 he will not see the streams the rivers flowing with honey and milk he will not see we are at a state that is like that and those that are awake are told to be quiet and they're given lots of money to keep quiet professor what comes to mind yeah, thank you very much for the question you know um it's so true that we are truly living at a very uh, difficult moment. Uh, not that uh, it was not uh, prophesied on, but it's something that the Lord himself said uh, that uh, in the latter days we shall see things taking place whereby people, uh, as, as the Bible speaks us in the book of First Corinthians, sorry, First Timothy, that people will have a uh each ears they will want to hear something they will want to to follow a certain pattern mm. uh, you know that these days we have uh, people are in need of a word we want yeah. to hear something in our churches we have people who are running after uh wanting to know what is god saying this is showing already how uh people uh, how they become so uh, so dry uh, how they become uh, they, they are lacking the word because talking about a uh, spiritual drought, we're looking at uh, the, the shortage of the word of God. The word of God is no longer there as it used to be. You know, we, we mentioned that several times that there is a big, a big difference between uh, speaking um, uh, the good things or teaching the good things or preaching the good things and, uh, and uh, preaching the truth. I mean, there's a big difference. Now, today, people are in need of the truth. They are running after, they want, they want it, but uh, unfortunately, they, they fall into the wrong hands. Uh, people who are kind of giving them the, the so-called truth are not themselves in the truth. And then, they have, then through that, we've, uh, we've realized that uh, a lot of people have, uh, have lost the, I mean, the, the drive. They've lost the drive. They've lost, I mean, the... The, I mean, they, they don't want, they don't feel like going to church. They don't feel like being part of the church. You know, all because uh, they've gone, in, I mean, to the wrong door. They've gone to the wrong place uh, because it's so true that they are people are really truly in need of something that will refresh them, something that will uh, will give them direction, something that will tell them that their future is, is bright. That's what people are looking for. And this is already a picture that is showing how uh, spiritually people have fallen into the, I mean, the, the, the drought, how the drought, how the drought has taken place, how people are thirsty of, uh, of, the, of, of the word. And uh, when you look around, as, as the scripture just given, that, uh, uh, you know, uh, in the psalm, uh, David said, Oh, hello, him, you are my hello, him. And, uh, and uh, as now and I search for you, my soul thirsts for you. My body longs for you in a dry, patched land where there is no water. In other words, in a place where there is no word. Because, as I said, we represent, I mean, the, the word as, a, as the word of God. You know, it's so true today. If you go to churches, you get in. What you hear, uh, you, you, you'll be so surprised to just see that the man of God is speaking about how he has traveled the world, how he has many... Uh, cars, how he has, he has many uh, uh, houses, or how, how he has uh, many things, you know. But instead of speaking, it's so true that whatever he's saying, it, it could be a testimony that, can, uh, uh, that is showing how big God is. But the truth of the matter, does that message really helping the people? It does not really help. It puts people in, in, in under pressure, because people now, they feel pressurized, 
and then they, they want to get something. You know, today we, we see how, because of some testimonies, some people have gone to, to, uh, to, to go and borrow the money, to go and, uh, I, mean, I mean, having a loan because they want us to show off, they want to become. And this is showing how, how thirsty people are looking for something, how they want to show something, but they do not have it. And how can they get to that if we do not have people who can speak? You know, uh, my brother, uh, I would say, he says something about my people, my people perish because of what? Lack of knowledge. And that is what is happening. You know, people don't have that knowledge anymore. People do not know who they, who they are. They do not know who, 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 I mean, to whom they belong. You know, you get to a place whereby people don't even know how to identify themselves before, before God. They don't know how to call him. Is their father or is their grandfather? You know, it has become a very uh, complicated situation whereby people don't know. They don't know where they belong. And this is exactly what is taking place in our churches today. You know, the churches are full of people who are thirsty, who are uh, 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 angry of something. They want to get something, but they don't have it. They come every single week. For that, but at the end of the day, they don't they don't learn much. They don't grow. They don't become what the Lord wants them to become. You know, basically because somehow even the people are standing in front. I mean, they are not into the truth. They don't have the truth with them. If they don't have the truth, what can they convey? What can they teach others? And exactly what we see today, not only in terms in terms of church. Look at I mean the world. At one in one point, what at one time we mentioned about uh, that how. Even uh, we don't have any more uh, leaders in, in, in our country. We don't have leaders in our, in, in, our, in our government. We don't have leaders anymore. People that we see today, whatever they do, whatever they, they, they say, they only repeat themselves. They only repeat the same thing that they said last year. They come with the same thing. And then you ask yourself, you ask yourself the question, where are we going? That like there's no, there's no, I mean, there's no direction, you know. And, you know, uh, I would say that in passing, you know, I follow the, the song now when you listen to what the president says, you know, we ask yourself the question, I mean, where are we going? Does he really know where we are and where we're going? It seems that, that you know, it seems that nothing is happening. People have lost it altogether. Mm. You no, know, they don't know what they have to say. I mean, the only thing they, you know, because it is their time to speak, they can only come and say whatever they see that they can say. But at the end of the day, you know, people now are living in a, in, in, in a circle. You know, they are living in a, in, you know, they do not know. They, it's like they're going around, around, around. They, they don't know how to break, to break away from, from it. And this is exactly, I mean, the state of uh, not only for our country, but the state of the whole world today. The whole world is going around. You know, I, I will end on this one. I follow uh, the, 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 the former chief justice. Uh, he said something, I mean, it was, it was on Monday, I think, on, yeah, it, it was on Monday on TV, on youth and, and on ETV. Mm, mm. They've, they've been asking him questions, and mm. I followed him and I said, this man is intelligent. This man knows exactly what he's saying. Somehow, mm. if we could have two of those, of him, two of these, I mean, standing there, mm. unfortunately today he does not have a, a say anymore because he's out of the judiciary and all that. But, you know, whatever he says, it makes more sense and as I said, we need people like him to be yeah. in government, people like him to be in leadership. At least we will have a way forward. We will know where we're going. But without people like him who, and who are standing there, you know, we're just going in circles. And it's showing how people, how we're living in a kind of spiritual drought. We are not, we don't know what to say. We don't know what to do. And it's so uh, sad to see where we are today. That's what I can say for now. I hear you quite well. Um, I, I, I was able to see that interview, but hey, he was hitting hard. He was hitting mm. hard, telling a guy who thinks he has a PhD, saying to him, you think you know just because you have a PhD. It doesn't mean you know anything. Okay. Anyway, we are also taking your calls as we talk. We need to hear what you say about this, the spiritual drought. Hello there, hi. Hello, Brother Ray. Hey, Benny, how are you? I'm warning you, Brother Ray. Very well, Benny. Good. And Brother Ray, Julian says I'm a spy. 
and apologize that he's not listening. He's not well. He went to the doctor. Mm. Doctor gave him medication, antibiotics, and then he had penicillin in, and he's allergic to it. So he's in bed, not feeling well. Oh, we will pray for him, and he will be well very soon. All right. I believe so. Thank you, Brother Ray. And uh, may the Lord be with you too. All right, Benny. Thank you, Brother Ray, you too. Okay, my dear. Okay, my dear. Thank you so much. Okay, love you a lot. Love you a lot too. Thank you, Benny. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, uh, everyone, just pray for Julian there. Take your time and just pray for Julian. He's not feeling well tonight. The doctor gave him medication that really uh, uh, he is allergic to, so I pray that uh, you join me together with Benny and everyone that we pray together there, all right? Hello there, hi. Hi there, how are you? Very well, how are you? Yes, fine, thank you. I think I good evening to you and your guests. I'm doing this kind of stretching and I'm listening. Thank you so much. Um, and I like your program to me. Can't wait for you to be here, to go on the way tonight at 10 o'clock. Really, I'm telling you the truth. That's what Pastor Ray, if this country is in doubt and everything, Isaiah 55 says, come to me with ever thirsty yeah. and hungry. I'll give you water for life and bread for yes. life. Yes. But charity also starts at home. So we must be counted for small. What's happening in today's world? Yeah. They mustn't follow their things. They mustn't do anything. They must listen to their parents. Mm. I know in Ephesians chapter 5 or 4, it says parents must listen to their children, and children must do it. And then parents can hear what their parents are going to say, and, children must, and parents must hear what their children have to say. So if a child comes to the parents, and this having rather they mustn't do anything. Let's listen what the child has to say when the parents can talk also. That can also help these children. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I understand. It no, is really, Pastor Ray, you know what I want to tell you. Thank you, you sir. You know when it's in nineteen sixty. This is my life brother make this black neck pastor. Mm. And just they said, I'm not with my sister. You know, you won't believe it. Mm. In 1997, I walked into that church. It was a black church, but then I could understand the language, understand all the language well. Mm. Not past in the same year, right? I was baptized and I've given my life to the Lord. Wow. This is fantastic. This is good. You know what? I was scared because I used to go with him. We used to travel to Polokwane. And she traveled everywhere, and I always used to give a seminar. Mm. And I always used to tell these young people, listen, be careful what you do and what you say, because I always used to talk about myself. Yeah. But what I'm saying is parents must listen to their children, and children must listen to their parents what they say. I think, I think we need a real good revival. Mm. in this country to bring the people together yeah. and say, listen, God is in control, we're not in control. Mm. 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 I agree. Totally. Totally. I agree. Totally well, listen, agree to and, what and, you said. And, and it's true, because this is what I've learned. Mm. Even when I was nursing, they couldn't understand why. How come a white lady yeah. can understand the language and to tell me? Uh, they should counsel them. Yeah. They should tell them, you know. Uh, Charity is still Your call has been placed on hold. Charity is not needed. So just listen to the pastor. If you want help, go and ask for help. Don't mm. be too proud to ask for help. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I thank absolutely you, Pastor. Yeah. I'm looking forward to your program at 10 o'clock tonight. Thank you so much. Much blessings to you. I appreciate okay. the time. Okay, then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. Um, uh, we are taking your calls. You can give us a shout and interrupt us as much as you can. Muruti Muraka, are you still there? 
I'm still here, my brother. All right. Uh, to an extent there, uh, your your phone put me on hold, and that that lady, your call has been placed on hold. Please. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. I didn't even start. <laughs> All right. Uh, Maruti, let me bring this to you. And I am looking at uh, Psalms 68, verses 6. God says, it says, it writes like that, but it should say, Yahuwah, Elohim, sets the solitary in families. He brings out those who are bound into prosperity. But the rebellious dwell in a dry land. And I have underlined, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. We are experiencing spiritual drought. This is because of the incumbency of rebellion against Yahuwah, our Elohim. What comes to mind about that? Maybe I'm wrong, Ruti. Um, what comes to my mind personally is yes, what uh, you have been saying and my brothers have been saying since mm. the beginning of the program, and mm. even uh, uh, the last caller speaking to mm. that. Mm. And where I want to start is, when we are speaking about the drought, we are speaking about a, a prolonged uh, lack of something. Yeah. And in, 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 in natural means, we are talking about a prolonged lack of rain. Mm. Uh, and what is rain? What is the importance of rain? So that if we let it, then we are in a drought. Rain is water that comes and waters the earth so that the seeds which have been planted in the earth can sprout and bring up a, a herbage plant so that the animals can eat, we can ourselves eat of the fruits and, and the vegetables, yes. and even uh, uh, eat uh, meat which has been produced by the animals. Basically, it means rain is there for life mm. to, to serve humanity and, and the creation of God for life. Now, rain was not always there. Uh, and 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 we read that from the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth, uh, there was no rain. What used to come up was mist from a fountain, and it used to do exactly what rain does: uh, keep the the, the 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 ground moist. Until the time of Noah, when there was such a huge rebellion against God, that God decided to bring that first world order to an end, and only allowed eight souls to escape, together with the animal uh, life that he allowed them to bring over into the second world order. Now, with the second world order, that is after Noah uh, and his uh, family came out of the ark, we start to see rain. And as soon as we hear about rain, we also hear about drought. Because in the first world order, there was no drought. But now drought and famine comes uh, in the second world order. When? Rain is withheld. And God makes it very clear in his doctrine. And, and I love it what uh, Malachi was saying about the Torah. The Torah is God's doctrine. It is his uh, uh, whole content material in terms of what he's teaching humanity about himself and his plans and what he wants us to be. We hear then that he takes the people for himself and brings them to a mountain and gives them the teaching. And in giving them this teaching, 
the doctrine. He says to them, and now I'm going to Leviticus chapter 26. He says to them, if you will obey what I am uh, uh, commanding you, uh, all will go well. I will, I will survey your land to make sure that you have rain in the time of rain so that you can live well and prosper. But then he says something in Leviticus chapter 26, and I think from verse 18, that's where I, I, I would like to read. Uh, maybe I should start at 14. But if you will not hearken to me, nor obey this, my ordinances, but disobey them, and your soul should loathe my judgment, so that you should not keep all my commands, so as to break my covenant, then will I do that to you. I will even bring upon you perplexity and the itch and the fever that causes your eyes to waste away, and disease that consume your life, and you shall sow your seed in vain, and your enemies shall eat them. And I will set my faith against you, and you shall fail before your enemies, and they that hate you shall pursue you, and you shall flee, no one pursuing you. And if you will refuse to hear me, then I will chase in you yet more, even seven times for your sins, and I will break down the haughtiness of your pride, and I will make your heaven iron, and your earth as it were brass, and your strength shall be in vain, and your land shall not yield its seed, and the tree of your field shall not yield its fruit. When we start to see these things that uh, indicate a drought, all those things are, are you know, in a the, in the, in the language which, we, which I grew up in, on the streets, would say, Kidisambench. They are companions to yeah. the drought. Yeah. There is, a, there is a portion of scripture which we like very much. Second uh, Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Oh, but if yeah. you go to verse 13, mm. you will hear that he says, you will withhold rain from the heavens. You will let the locusts come and eat our trees bare. And you will also send pestilences. Basically, all these things are companions. So when we talk drought, we should think of all of them. In other words, they are the judgments of God. The temporal, mm. temporal, temporal judgments of God, which are intended to call a, a, a man's attention to the fact that you are straying. Come back to the true teaching. Yeah. Live under my teaching. Mm. Obey my teaching. And then all will go well with you. So I, 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 in, in, let, me, let me summarize my opening by saying this. As a nation, when we start to see things that are funny happening, things which are beyond just normal happening, which are evil, which are wicked, then we should be concerned. Because then it says, spiritually, we are in a drought condition. Spiritually, we are in a wilderness condition, which is calling our attention to the fact that we are in rebellion, we should come back to God because he is a God that if we repent, if we change our thinking and convert back to him, that he is plenteous of mercy to forgive us and to set us aright. And there are a number of things which we can point to. Uh, I would like to follow my uh, brother's example and say, when I look at what, what happened is, is that right at the beginning of the year, we just had a few things happening, things like uh, Parliament burning, uh, Concord uh, attacked, uh, the building attacked by someone to break the windows and break the, 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 the glass doors. You look at uh, our key uh, uh, installations being attacked. 
you in fact it started way back where bad supply which you were supposed to have of electricity and, and, and others being disrupted in a way that it is not normal. We are not going forward. We are going backward. And when you look at that holistic picture, you will know, of course, that there are human beings who are causing these things. And I'm not talking about the, the, the tools, those who ultimately do it in terms of physically. I'm talking about the mastermind behind. Those are driven by spirits which are spirits of rebellion, which are saying, if you do this, you are spiking so-and-so. But in essence, what you are manifesting is a rebellion, and which is calling us to understand that as a nation, we need to go back to uh, uh, the teaching of God, which, of course, in these days, the Word of God tells us, beforehand, God used to speak through prophets, used to speak to through uh, uh, those that he sent, but in these days, he has actually uh, uh, given us his doctrine through his one-of-a-kind son. And that one-of-a-kind son sent his apostles, sent his messengers, sent his uh, uh, wise people to, to, to bring the teaching to us. And we have it today. All we have to do is submit to the Holy Spirit and obey the teaching that we have been given. We will... Uh, be withdrawn from the drought situation and come to a situation where God's reign comes down and it achieves what he wants it to achieve. It won't go back to him without uh, achieving what he sent it to do. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I trust, you know, that we, we really are going somewhere uh, with this um, to really show, and I hope the nation will see uh, and people will see, you know, that there is a drought. They will see the slumber that we have gotten into because when there's drought, people grow faint, you know, uh, and they slumber. Uh, uh, but also, uh, uh, I agree with my archie saying, Baruch uh, he said we are in a party mode. And I can tell you without a doubt, we really are in a party mode. And I have listened, Baruch uh, uh, I have listened, man, to, to some of these things that are being spoken in the party modes. And then I have seen how the devil is sanctioning particular songs by particular artists to, to take the whole genre of music for a particular time. And and so that he can enforce. And this he has been doing this for, for centuries, man. He has been doing this even during classical times when classic music was stolen. I, I don't want to go there. But, but uh, you know, much of the times we see uh, how there are people who are proponents of this. You know, proponents of this. Mm-hmm. And, and to bring across... Uh, this form of drought to ensure that we are in this form of drought and someone said continue to hide the truth let them learn a proliferated kind of of narration even in their bibles interpret translate them in such a way that it becomes hard for the multitudes of such who read these bibles to actually get to the truth. It will just end up being a cultural thing that is happening. Indeed, it is a spiritual drought, you know, um, that is being maintained at all costs. You know, look at the soaps that are playing on. Look at the sacrifices that are being made. Mm-hmm. And uh, look at the, you know, I, I followed this actor and then I was asking myself, because one of the things is that I know that this actor uh, had a calling to preach and to be a pastor at some stage. I mean, even Lionel Richard there. But this one said it. And then there was a time then that he got deals, man. He was on every billboard. Mm. And then being on every billboard, somewhat somehow to secure everything else 
he had to act into other roles where he is transformed into a demon. <laughs> Sacrificing himself. It's quite sad. So, there are proponents of spiritual drought. It is not just happening uh, because we, we are choosing to be ignorant, but there are forces that are deliberate into making sure that we find ourselves stuck up there. The lines are open 012-333-8699 What are some of the other areas that you see which are indicative of spiritual droughts? I mean, watch TV, watch free-to-air channels, watch these preachers preaching about each other. Uh, I saw this other guy on TV. Uh, they brought this person in front of him. I don't know what he did. He just decided to to hit him, to assault him. Live on TV. And people are clapping hands saying, Professor, Professor. It's good for you as our listener to know about Radio Pulpit's activities. Or do you need advice in an area of your life? Then why don't you log on to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Here you can talk to us, listen to us via live audio streaming. And there is also other reading material for the soul. What are you waiting for? Visit the Radio Pulpit website right now. www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www. Radio Pulpit's Facebook page makes you more a part of the station than ever before. Now you can give your opinion regarding our programs or even contact your favorite presenter. You can get the latest news and existing programs and communicate with other listeners. Come on, let your fingers do the talking on Radio Pulpit's Facebook page. It's interactive and dynamic. Just visit facebook.com forward slash Radio Pulpit. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity. 